Welcome to The Confidence Club, where you'll get your weekly dose of all things mindset, personal growth, and self-development. I'm your host, Winnell Briggs, entrepreneur, podcaster, and digital creator, and I'm so excited that you're here. I love helping people discover their true potential to help them show up confidently in their life and reminding them that they are capable of making all of their biggest dreams come true. If this is your first time here, welcome to the club. Make sure to hit that follow button on Apple, Spotify, or wherever else you're listening so that you can stay up to date with all of the episodes. If you get value from today's episode, let me know by leaving a rate and review or sharing it on your socials and tagging at the Confidence Club underscore. Ready to feel inspired? Then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Confidence Club podcast. It's your host, Winnell Briggs, and today I'm going to be joined by a very special guest and virtual friend of mine, Beth Gould. Beth is a lifestyle and travel YouTuber, and she has an audience of over 24,000 people across all of her social media platforms. She is actually one of the first YouTubers that I met, so I'm super excited to have her on as a guest today. So without further ado, let's welcome her to the club. Hey, Beth, welcome to the Confidence Club. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. So yeah, my name is Beth. I am a full-time lifestyle YouTuber, content creator, all of that kind of stuff. Um, So I'm based in Australia, but when I started doing my content creation, it was when I was living abroad in Canada. So I started creating content over there. I was posting on YouTube and uh, mostly Instagram as well. And then I came back to Australia in 2021 and I've kind of just kept making content. So a lot of lifestyle, travel, and then I also work a part-time job as well. So that's kind of a little bit about me and what I'm doing. I love it. Yeah. I I just have to say, I love watching your videos, um, like on all your platforms. And like, like you are one of the first YouTubers that I kind of started following. So you're one of the inspirations for me wanting to start a channel this year. So I just wanted to say that. Also, as a fellow Canadian, happy that you chose here to go abroad. Where in Canada did you go? Um, first of all, thank you so much. I'm literally smiling like <laughs> <here. laughs> made my morning. Um, so when I moved, I was living first in the Rocky Mountains, like at a ski resort. And then I also lived in Vancouver as well. So my partner and I were between the two. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. The like best part of Canada. I love the West coast, yeah. but I'm like <laughs> in the middle in Ontario, which I, I like it, but you know, it, it doesn't do any justice to like the mountains and the Rockies. <laughs> It's definitely very beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So one of the things I want to start talking about is like your YouTube journey and more about that. Um, like I mentioned, like I want to start a YouTube channel too. So this is as much for this question is going to be as much for me as it is for everyone else. Um, but also like I've been seeing a lot, I don't know if it's just the algorithm, but a lot of people like, especially on TikTok are posting things about like the fear of hold, uh, the fear of looking stupid is holding you back. So if you want to start that YouTube channel, if you've been wanting to start becoming a content creator, like now's the time to do it. So I feel like this is just kind of on a lot of people's minds. So I figured it'd be a good place to start today. Um, so what advice would you give to somebody who's just starting or who wants to start a YouTube channel? I would say something that's probably very generic. Everyone's kind of heard it before, but you just have to start the channel. It's, the first thing you got to do, you just got to start and you have to start by creating what you want to create. I think you just have to, yeah, create what you want to create. Don't worry about whether everyone's going to like it, whether people are judging you. If it's something that you want to do, you only have one life, you know, one opportunity, like definitely go for it. Um, So yeah, start the channel. But also I would say, don't worry about trying to monetize it at first, trying to make money off it. Just really focus on creating what you want to create. 
Um, and from there, once you've kind of started putting yourself out there, you've started making um, different types of videos, you can look at your analytics and see what works well and create more of that and then kind of start the journey of, you know, maybe turning that into a career if you want to. But yeah, just stay true to yourself, create what you want to create. And also just start with what you have. I know when I started YouTube, I was recording on my like iPhone 7, which <laughs> was not the best. And I was editing on my boyfriend's MacBook that I would borrow. Like I had time to try and like edit my videos. And, you know, I loved it and then was able to kind of invest in better equipment and learn more about the platforms. And I know, knew that I wanted to grow. But at the start, I really did treat it like a hobby and made sure I had time to kind of fall in love with it first. Um, so that's what I would recommend doing. I love that. That's such good advice. I like that you talked about just starting. I think sometimes it can be really overwhelming when you, you know, watch other people's channels or you watch other people's like TikToks and everything. And you're like, oh, everything looks so perfect. Like they look perfect. Their background looks perfect. Like everything is just great. And then you start, you know, comparing it to maybe where you're living or whatever, like how you're dressing. And you're like, oh, I don't have what it takes to do that. But that's not true. Like, First of all, like you are fine just the way you are right now, but also like something I've noticed recently is if you go back and look at people's old YouTube videos, like you're talking about, or like old content, it's like, okay, they didn't always look the way that they did yeah. now. And they just started. I mean, that's really funny to go back on, but I love that. And also talking about making it a hobby because you got to love doing it. I realized I, I edited my first vlog. I posted at the beginning of the year. There's so much work that goes into that. Like I had no idea all the behind the scenes stuff. So you definitely have to have like a bigger purpose as to wanting to do it. So I love that you talked about that. Um, okay. So another question, uh, like as a content creator, you're creating content for not just YouTube, but also TikTok and Instagram. And like, I've been following you for a couple of years now and it's really consistent. Like you're always showing up on your stories you know, as on reels, like TikToks daily, how do you find the time to create all that content? And how do you come up with all of those ideas? Um, I'll be completely transparent with you because like you were just saying, I think sometimes it's so easy to look at creators and think they have this perfect setup, perfect life, perfect schedule. Um, they're always showing up and you can start to think, should I be posting more? Should I be doing more? How come I'm not doing this? And I honestly struggle a lot with balancing uh, all of the platforms and making time to create for every platform. Um, planning is definitely something that I want to be better at this year. But yeah, definitely in the past, I've had times where I'm like, oh no, I need to post on here. I need to post on here. Or have I posted a YouTube video this week? So it's definitely not, I guess, kind of perfect on my end. So I think, you know, if someone's listening to this and they're feeling overwhelmed by it, trust me, I bet you some of the bigger creators that you watch also struggle with it as well um but yeah like I said this year I'm definitely focusing a lot more on planning um so trying to schedule out what YouTube videos I'm going to do and creating a schedule for myself so once a week and then kind of figuring out what vlogs I want to post for the month and then also implementing like a weekly schedule for Instagram and TikTok as well so kind of knowing when I'm going to post um and then yeah also because I I don't know if I mentioned it but I also work a part-time job as well so definitely this year a lot of kind of planning and I think you can do that through you know there's so many apps like Notion or calendars or notes and yeah but definitely I have struggled with it I still struggle with it so if anyone is feeling the same way know that you're not alone <laughs> 
Thank you for being transparent <laughs> about that. It's always nice to hear because again, it's easy to just assume that everything's perfect. Everybody's got it together. And half the time it's like, nope, <laughs> it's not. <Yeah. laughs> I'll be honest too. Like even with podcasting, it's kind of like my version of like, I guess, video creating, like it's my project. And sometimes I literally record and upload a podcast in the same day. Like if I, if I didn't have time to do it or I didn't make time to do it, cause I hate saying that I didn't have time to do something. Um, I just, sometimes it just happens that morning. I edit it, put it up and we're done. <laughs> yes. Definitely been there with yeah, YouTube as well. It happens. <laughs> when you first started your YouTube channel, did you have like a schedule where you're like, oh, I want to try to post once a week, or did you just kind of post sporadically? Uh, I think when I first started, it was a bit sporadic. And then, so I started around the end of 2019. I kind of always wanted to start it to start. And then I uh, had a bunch of compilation footage from when I did a massive road trip around the United States. So I kind of just put that together. And then I was making vlogs, I guess, in that respect. I wasn't planning out content and filming it I was just kind of working with the footage I had and then when I started to take it seriously I was like I'm going to post once a week I'd kind of seen that that's what everybody else was doing so I definitely and then from then I implemented the posting schedule of once a week and then for a while I was doing twice a week but even when I removed my posting schedule I've always kind of tried to do once a week for posting um, on YouTube and then at least once a week on the other platforms as well. Okay, nice. I like that. I was just wondering because I've noticed that a lot of people post on the same days or even like, again, in the podcasting community, like I have these two friends that post every single like, like Wednesday every week, like, and they, they, I actually had them on the podcast and they told me like, they've never missed a week before. And I'm like, that's impressive. (laughs) So I was just wondering if if it's the same thing. Um, I guess it helps because people who watch your videos now know too, like, oh, every Tuesday, like she's going to post a video or every Friday. Yeah, absolutely. I think your viewers know that or listeners can rely on you and know that you're going to post at that time. Then it also helps keep you accountable as well because you have a deadline that you're going to meet. So I think it's definitely a good thing to implement if you can, because it works both ways with yourself and also your audience. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so another thing I want to talk to you about, um, hang on, (laughs) when it comes to um, content creating is the monetization part. So I know as someone who's starting, like it's not where you need to, um, like what you need to think about in the beginning, but I like, let's be honest, a lot of people that are getting into the space now, it is because there is the possibility to like create like Mm full-time incomes, whatever from it. Um, So like, first of all, what advice would you give to somebody who's looking to do that? Like, is there places to go to find? Like, how do you find brands to work with? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, like you mentioned, obviously, make sure you love what you're creating first. Um, I think an important thing is to learn the platforms. So I guess the main one that I have monetized is YouTube. I do make money from others as well, but that's kind of my um, most consistent I would say, and I know that when I started thinking about monetizing, I really tried to learn the platform, learn the analytics, uh, what requirements I needed to be monetized. And the, the way I learned that was just through other creators who were creating videos dedicated to that. So one in particular is, I think it's Kathleen, Catherine, uh, Catherine Manning, I think her name is. Um, and she posts a lot of videos about 
uh, yeah, just behind the scenes of YouTube, the analytics, and she shares a lot of hers as well. So I definitely learned a lot through that. So I think the biggest thing is really learning the platform. And then honest, uh, and then also I think some things you can do, uh, you know, making a media kit, uh, researching prices and that kind of stuff as well. Um, but then also at the same time, I think have faith in yourself, um, know your worth and also be patient because uh, monetizing can take time. Um, it's definitely a bit of an up and down process. You'll make mistakes. You won't make <laughs> mistakes, that kind of thing. Um, and I definitely think, yeah, take your time, but it's worth the wait if you're passionate about it and it's something that you really want. And are yeah, you worth the wait and work? Love it. And are you worth, oh my gosh, are you like, like specific about which brands you work with? Like, are you picky when it comes to that? Yeah, definitely. I think if I'm being honest, there's definitely been times where I've taken brand deals because I'm so excited about it. I think, yeah, I like this brand. And then looking back now, I think I I wouldn't work with that person again, or maybe that wasn't the best fit. Um, So if I could give any advice as well, I would say, definitely be picky with who you work with because it's a reflection on you. And then also you have that responsibility of your influence on your audience. So if you're promoting something that uh, is detrimental to like the environment or it's something that you don't believe in, people are going to consume that. Um, So I'm definitely very picky now, um, but it's definitely like a process as well, but definitely stay true to yourself and, you know, don't get some, like blindsided by oh my gosh this brand wants to do this or oh my gosh this is so much money like stay true to yourself it's very important yeah I love that you brought that up because like I I don't know I feel like it's more genuine too like people can tell when you're talking about something that you actually like or you're just talking Mm -hmm. about it just to talk about it and I feel like at the end of the day like when you're talking about a product like you're you want other people to use it too so if they don't feel like you're actually liking it or using it like behind the scenes absolutely they're probably not going to want to either <laughs> yes um, definitely and uh, like just another follow-up question so when you're creating product or sorry when well I guess it is product but when you're creating like content specifically for a brand or product do you find that that's does it feel different? Is it different than when you're creating a normal one? Like, does it require you putting more attention? Cause now you feel like you, I don't know, like have somebody else watching and judging it or is it just the same? Yeah. Just normal? I think I would be lying if I said it was, you know, oh, it's the exact same as creating my own stuff because it comes, you know, so naturally and I love the product because in reality you have a requirement to a brand. When I'm creating my own stuff, obviously I want my audience to enjoy it and I show up as myself with the audience, but I know that at the end of the day, if I love what I'm putting out and I'm being myself, that's, you know, all that matters at the end of the day. Um, When it comes to brand deals, there's contracts, there's guidelines, there's specific things they want to say. So as much as I am being myself and I make sure I'm only working with things that I do like and I do believe in, um, I still have to be cautious of things that I'm saying and making sure I'm hitting certain talking points and stuff like that so yeah I think it would be I would be lying if I said oh it's the exact same (laughs) um but I definitely think as long as you're working with products and brands that you like um it does feel genuine from within even when you are you know hitting talking points and that kind of stuff okay good to know good to know and I guess like with I've noticed um especially with like the rise of UGC like user generated content I feel like from what I'm seeing brands are giving more like power to you on how you want to showcase their product so that it does come across more um genuinely so that's nice 
Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so my next question for you is something that I ask everybody that comes on the podcast because it kind of has so it just it goes with the title. And I, I've like <laughs> I've been asking this question for like the last two years, and like everybody's answers are always different. So I love hearing what people have to say to this. Um, what does confidence mean to you? I love this question. For one, I love <laughs> that you ask everyone this. Uh, I think confidence is having the courage to be authentically yourself. Um, knowing who you are, what you bring to the table, or even if you don't know what you bring to the table, knowing that you belong at the table, uh, knowing your worth. And yeah, I think it's something that everybody has, but I think it can definitely take time to find within yourself. And it's like the seasons, it comes and goes. You have times when you're really confident, you have um, times when you're feeling more down. And I've definitely struggled with my confidence journey over the years as well. But I think it's really just knowing who you are and staying true to yourself and being authentically yourself. Such a good answer. Oh my gosh. I love that <laughs> table analogy and the seasons one, because that's so true. And even like, I don't mm. know if you find this, but like there's certain areas in my life where I'm so confident, like I know I've got this. And then there's other areas I'm just like, uh yeah I don't feel that way at all like I feel like oh, I have absolutely, absolutely, no <laughs> absolutely. I'm trying to work through that this year it's like a goal of mine but yes. it's not necessarily Same. easy <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> so I bet all the listeners are wondering where they can connect with you where they can watch your videos consume your content so where can we connect with you on social media and if you have anything like offer wise to share you can feel free to let us know as well yeah, so um, on YouTube, you can find me just using my name, so Beth Gould, um, and through TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, all that kind of stuff, it's uh, Beth Gould and then an underscore at the end, because someone already had Beth Gould, it's so sad. <laughs> I feel that, it's the, same, <laughs> it's the same thing with the Confidence Club, I had to add an underscore, and you know what, like, the worst oh. part is? Is the other person who has it has it posted in like I don't know five six years? I'm like, maybe you with the account. Maybe <laughs> the same bird, literally same here. I want to find them and be like, please just let me have it. We can swap. <laughs> literally. Okay, my final question for you. This is also something I ask everybody on the podcast because I love these and I love hearing what everybody else's favorites are. What's your favorite inspirational or motivational quote? Ooh. There's so many that come to mind, but actually my favorite quote, like favorite quote of all time is by the Queen Beyonce. And she said, I don't like to gamble, but if there's one thing I'm willing to bet on, it's myself. And I just love that quote so much. Whenever I'm uh, tasked with like a difficult task or going through something bad, I'm like, no, I can do this. Like I can get through this. And I just love that quote. I love that. That's so good. Anything Beyonce says is good, but that's, that's true <laughs> that's so good well thank you so much for coming on the podcast today it was amazing to have you like this was so long overdue and I'm so excited that we finally got to do this especially with the time zones just like go us yes. because <laughs> I didn't realize how like different like it's two different days here like it's I know, I know. it's Wednesday here Thursday there like that's crazy but anyways thank you so much this was amazing and I really appreciate you Thank you so much for having me. This was so, yeah, so fun. I loved it. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Confidence Club podcast, and I hope you're feeling inspired to take action towards your dreams. I would love to hear from you, so make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode and leave a rate and review so I can continue to bring you content that serves you. 
If you got value from this episode, share it on your socials and with your friends by tagging at the Confidence Club underscore. If you enjoy these episodes, make sure to go follow the Confidence Club on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for daily inspiration and more content. Chat with you soon. Bye.